0: what up what up what up we're back live with another episode of the black health academy podcast super dope i'm lisa a smith the founder of the black health academy joined as always by my super dope co-host miss get fit with jay morning oh good morning Hello. (laughs) hello hello listen um This is going to be an exciting, super exciting episode that I'm ready to get into because we have a special guest, our good friend, the one and only, drum roll please, (laughs) Miss Tiff T. Hughes, as they call it, play a pimp. Personal trainer, <laughs> baller, professional,
1: mom, spectacular, fit
0: friend, uh, the plant plant guru out to this month, taking and run with it, young no nan type of like we absolutely love Tiff. She's joining us on the, on a podcast, and we're actually recording live from our fit trip. Now listen. Before, Well, first, Tiff, I'm going to let you do the pledge real quick. We, I don't even want to forget. Okay. And then we'll jump into it. So we're going to give Tiff the honor of doing a pledge on this episode, uh, and then we're going to get into it. Let's go. Hello, everyone. I pledge that going forward, I will be intentional about my health.
1: I will no longer hold on to past excuses. I pledge to make decisions that will positively impact my life, my family, and my community. I will not place blame on external factors. I will control that which is within my control.
0: I am determining that giving up is not an option. It's done and it's been said. Absolutely. There is no going back. Welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. We are here extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. This is a bi-weekly podcast. Make sure you subscribe to whatever, on whatever platform you're listening to this on www.theblackhealthacademy.com. So we are live from the fit trip and I'm going to dive straight into my weight wet because it's so relevant. yo. Us realizing yesterday that this was our fifth annual Fit Trip. Whoop, whoop. Was, I was oh, like, yeah, wait. I yes. wait, what? Don't. So for those of you who don't know, me and Jay mention it um, usually back and forth, sometime throughout the year, throughout our episodes. But uh, every year, the girls and I, we take an annual Fit Trip. Somebody different plans it every year. This year is Tiff's year. And we all get together for a weekend, several days. And we get together, celebrate our health. Relax, decompress, talk about family, talk about you know goals. We do movement, we eat food, we drink, and we just really bond. And uh, we were driving to our destination yesterday and realized, like, we it all shocked all three of us. Actually, Mm, like, yo, like, I mean, Jay had to count like four times. Like, wait, 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 (laughs) running back. Okay, we went. Okay, we went to the cabin the first year. Like, it was amazing to realize that we created a tradition and we've all been sticking to it. And so this is our fifth annual Fit Trip. Trip. Um, and it is a great time. So we're here recording live in our cabin uh, up north. Uh, first thing in the morning, hot tea, water bottles all around. Just finished doing squats and lunges so <laughs> that the uh, ratchiness can come. <laughs> is not I... right, you know? <laughs> Post squats and post lunges. So it's absolutely amazing to um, celebrate and be here with you guys. So I'm so happy. What do you guys think about the fifth annual Fit Trip?
1: I think it's dope. I think it's dope to know that you're going somewhere with people who you know you're going to have a good time with. It's not going to be any... You know how you may take a girl's trip and you just... Even though you rock with someone at home, being with them for two, three days, it, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Some Something about their personality just doesn't gel with yours yep, right? for whatever reason. And I know each year... It just gets better. Like we get closer. We have memories from the last fit trip. Yes. We discover new places, do new things. I'm always excited about the fit trip, always, because I, I know what to expect. Like we're going to have some deep conversation. Then we might get up and hit a few moves. You know, you know, <laughs> so you know how I do. You know, how I do what I do. But it's. You know, it's always just a good, good time. And I always leave just feeling better and just ready to take on whatever once I get back home. 100%. Okay. Yep. 100%. Tip, Same for you? Yeah. It's like a re I feel refreshed when we get back. We yeah. have the girl talk. We had the fitness. couple drinks. You know what I'm saying? Good. good food. Yeah. And so I leave back. restore it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm
0: ready now. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nice
1: break from the regular routine. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's important to note that this is an integral part of health, right? That restoration. Because we we go on and on, Jay and I, about plant-based diet. We talk about movement. Um, we talk about the importance of being your own health advocate. We talk about being mindful of what you put in your body, but uh, that social connection and making sure you're getting with people who literally can make you belly laugh, people who can make you think, people who can make you reevaluate things um, and just spending intimate times with people, other humans is really important. So this weekend for us every year is really about, you know, lowering our stress levels, uh, restoring our immune system. All of that happens literally with intimate connection with other humans so that it means really the most to me as well um when I'm able to like decompress and we always have each other back and we always just like what you need what you need put the kettle on pass me your chips get what food you bring (laughs) I mean everything is just so so bomb so um absolutely love it so yes fifth annual fit trip live you guys are privileged to be joining us here so uh this is going to be a fun episode I think today uh Jay you wanted to talk about one people thinking they can rectify
1: yeah always thinking you can rectify always thinking you have time to rectify a situation yes and uh
0: mental health absolutely so we're gonna get into it but first wait what wait what is our segment where we identify something we saw heard or experienced in the last couple weeks that made us go wait wait, what? what who's first Go first. Okay. So, hello, folks. This is Tim. Okay. So
1: I have two weight what's actually. They're okay. really, they're really brief. Don't time. start no
0: mess. I'm not. I might. I might.
1: So the first weight weight what was in my office building like last week, I believe. So, it's a big, huge historical building downtown Detroit, Mm Cadillac Place downtown. And you have to get on the elevator, basically. If you're going to go up to floor 12 Mm -hmm. or whatever, it's reasonable to expect to take the elevator. Mm -hmm. So, I was training, actually, in the building on the concourse level. That's like the basement level. And I was going up one level. And I was, like, getting ready to take the stairs, and I saw this huge line of people. Now, it's right around lunchtime. So, Uh when everybody gets in the elevator at lunchtime, they're going to the lobby level to go and grab their lunch, leaving out for lunch. There's restaurants and all of that. And so, I really was like, wait, what? Y'all are waiting in this line because the elevators are moving very slow because Uh of the volume of people. I'm like, y'all are really sitting here waiting, like, legit waiting and mad about it. To go up one floor. one floor. Oh yeah! It just was really like mind blowing. Like you literally, the steps were right next to the elevator. And people, did you know these people? I know some of them. Mm-hmm. I know some of them. I'm looking at and some of them were in my class, my trainees. And I'm walking by like y'all just gonna sit here and oh, oh yeah, you see that? You see that again? In you, life, you you uh, shame them a yeah, little bit. Like nobody want to walk like, with me. Yeah, I've, I've got a few bodies like that. Like, oh yeah, we can, you know, what y'all can walk. I'm like, there's never any yet. waiting on the stairs, and it's right
0: here. That's, oh stairs. no, yeah, that's mm. just mm. that's. Yeah, I'm mm. just like no, just, no. The path we, of least resistance is the most attractive always. I think, I think that's And how I'm that's, that's cat not even
1: the path of least resistance. The elevator taking all day is more troublesome than taking. The steps.
0: Says, maybe says my pa- you says you. Yeah, maybe no. I'm just so going impatient. Up, but it's or like,
1: going down. i like, not. Uh, I got a rule. If it's five, um, and I know that's not going to be for most people, but at mine, if it's like five flights. Or less, I'm gonna take the step. Oh no, yeah, that's that's definitely just you. But but when but it should be people when it comes to
0: one flight, like if it's one no, or two I flights, it should be. Fight. But I'm saying you saying it's a five flight or less route, nah. So I, my my pet peeve is just that, especially if you already on the elevator and it stops to pick up somebody and they go up or down one floor. Oh that my, yeah, soul. I almost oh, want to yes. confront them. Like why didn't you just take? You the step? But you know on. what?
1: But you know what though, guys. They make the steps sometimes really inconvenient for people. The elevator will be, boom, as soon as you walk into a building. And I've even right. asked, like, where are where's the steps? The step? the yeah. Around the corner, behind a door. Yeah, why behind, do they make the taking the steps so inconvenient?
0: Well, for I sure. don't know that it's inconvenient more so that the way the structure of the building is for hazards and safety. So they have to be off at the end of it. Like if you're trying to get out yeah. for a fire for reason. Egress. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Could yeah, be. that makes sense. Yeah, I don't but think it's necessarily like label it. Yo, stairs are this way. Right. Yeah, right. I think it needs you to know, Yeah. Agree. Yeah, going up or down one floor is like I was so pet irritated. Peeve, I was like, like and a lot
1: of them are like
0: young like fresh out of
1: college. Oh, Not I'm you know, looking, don't looking well like aged, don't have nothing to do. And that,
0: and that's why when
1: people say their knees are starting you don't use them. <laughs> <laughs> you you know that's why
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously, you don't use your knees. No, that's facts, though. <laughs> yeah. People really be expecting a yeah. body and stuff to, to perform. just perform, perform. without exercise. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, what's your second way
1: Okay, the second one. Some folks about to get put on blast. Yesterday, on <laughs> the big trip, <laughs> let me tell you what we do. So, we take turns <laughs> driving, okay? We're in um, Beulah, Michigan, which is mm-hmm. about four hours or so away from Metro Detroit. So, Lisa was a champ. Lisa, she drove the whole way. She didn't complain about nothing like she was on it. I was in the back seat the whole way. I didn't complain about no
0: direction. What would you? backseat seat chilling. Right. I, was well, back go ahead. Seat. I had
1: popcorn and chips. And you wasn't even and I'm chilling. That. No, no navigation responsibilities or anything. Facts. So, in the afternoon, after we got here, we ventured out. Look at her; she already flipping her her hair. We in up okay, so we venture out to go and eat. So we went to this happy hour at a winery. We went to like a little grocery store and everything. And I decided to go ahead and drive. Now, I'm not the best with navigation. Let me just say that right now, I'm not the best, especially when I don't know where I'm going. Mm. I made a couple wrong turns. All right, mm-hmm. I made a couple wrong turns. So, who was the loudest one, though? <laughs> who was the loudest voice? Ain't touched never a gas pedal. Okay? Didn't even touch a gas pedal for the whole trip. But was Sally talking cash money junk from the back seat? <laughs> oh. No. Oh, I don't even know. Who could that Tell be? Tell us who, was I, who it was. Who was it, Tim? Tell us who, who was it was. It was Get Fit with Jay, <laughs> the super dope co-host.
0: Okay? <laughs> who had something to say. So, I was like, wait.
1: What? Right, I'm <laughs> up
0: here taking an effort, taking a wheel for the team. You know? And she gonna come in. And, and just so you know, guys, I used to have anxiety about driving in places I'm unfamiliar oh, you with. you only listen,
1: empathy from oh, the listener. Okay, listen. I, <laughs> see okay. What you're I, doing, I have, I have overcome my fear, you know, in the past couple years. I think it was on the fit trip before last when we went to Boyne, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I overcame my fear and I drove. And so, fast forward to yesterday when you want to complain about me taking us out the way a couple miles. <laughs> <laughs> Tim made a whole oh man, oh, no, no, okay, don't don't Jay. even. Go I'm gonna let Jay. her finish. I'm gonna let, let you finish like Kanye. <laughs> I, I just I'ma let you finish really like in a <laughs> wait, what? You know what I'm saying? So I, me and Lisa gonna chill today while you drive, and then you, you know, I'm gonna try to conserve my responses, but not really. Okay, go <laughs> ahead. All right, rebuttal. <laughs> So how you know I rebuttal? How, how you know I'm just not <laughs> mature enough, mature enough oh, I to let her mean. have it?
0: The way you leaned in. Okay.
1: So, yes, as Tiffany stated. <laughs> not the whole name. We, <laughs> we did do all of those things. Lisa did drive us all the way here. Um, And then we we did a few things. We we went to the grocery Like she said, we hit the winery. We went out to dinner. It was all facts mm-hmm. up and tell- yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She told the truth. <laughs> Got it. Left yes. the winery. And then, boom, as we do when we're not familiar with the area, what do we do? Put on navigation, Absolutely. right? Yes, Absolutely. Gippus. Okay.
0: Gypus. <laughs> Thank you. We put
1: on Gippus. So, what normally happens is people follow the, the Gippus <laughs> and they do what it says. In the event, though, that you get turned around, if you have two other passengers, normally, it's like, whoa, I think I took a wrong turn. Absolutely. <laughs> However, we ended up and a whole entire complex of houses. Now everyone knows you cannot get to your destination going through a whole entire community that has a dead end. So, so what does Tiffany decide to do? She thinks we're about to um how she thinks oh oh look at that house isn't that nice guys look at that oh look at those swings like we're about to just start like. You know, scenery watching or whatever. Like, no, we're lost right now. Let's 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 not excuse the fact that you done took us in the wrong direction. So she comes out of the complex and then she casually drives down the street saying nothing. Nothing. I look to the right. I said, Tiff, isn't that the winery? <laughs> she tried to play it off like she just didn't go a whole entire opposite direction so basically what I'm trying to say is acknowledge when you just go out of the what don't don't do the, Don't the. try and trick us sight the sightseeing. Don't try to... Yeah, sightseeing. That's the word I'm we looking for. a beautiful complex. It was beautiful. Those like, who, nice. who turns into... No, like, now, you know you're going the wrong way if it has you turn into a whole <laughs> complex, and you're going to try to turn into sightseeing. Yo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we she didn't... point
0: pointing out things. On your left, you'll see the lovely. <laughs> and on the right... Right. <laughs> and I fell for it at one point. I'm like, ooh, the landscape on that house oh, was nice. Oh, the
1: complex was nice. Oh, the
0: I'm not going nice. was I was, a was like,
1: ooh. property I brought y'all to. Yeah, through. that you was a nice <laughs> but we weren't here for that. But the thing is, when you left that property, we knew we knew you took the wrong time, But when you left and bypassed the place that we left initially, and and oh, and here's the part I'm forgetting. She tried to get us into a conversation so we wouldn't notice. Jay, Jay <laughs> and she Lisa be the game. Yeah. yeah, Tiffany tried to bring up some random conversation as we pi- passed the winery, so we wouldn't realize <laughs> right. that we was, we had Passing the place
0: we left 15 minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm like, what, what, wait, Absolutely. what?
0: What time like, you oh, had you to was be there. lost, lost. What time you had to
1: be there? Yo, yo yeah, yo. Yeah, so cool. she's going to try to bring up that I had drove. Oh, yeah. Not to mention, we're going to be here all weekend. I'm going to have plenty of opportunity to drive all weekend. And Lisa already said, I'm not driving back. So there's that.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I would like to point out, like I, <laughs> Tiffany just said something that I just can't let go. What? She said, mind you, I have a fear of driving yes. and unfamiliar. It's and I jet. got over about two years ago. First of all, you didn't get over nothing. You were forced into greatness because what you tried to do is okay, yes. you tried to plan a trip hours away thinking you were never going to take the wheel. That's facts. Remember that, Jack? Yeah. And she's like, guys, I and didn't even tell us until I'm like, Yo, Ooh, that's so true. When you drive, <laughs> B. And that ain't like she warned us. She didn't she no did, no she warning. didn't hop in the group text before we left, like just so y'all know in guys. Head, I have like, like a true phobia of driving. drive. That didn't happen. She waited to everybody who we pitched, okay who got the wheel next Tiff t- like, oh, uh I ain't never driving. I, <laughs> I ain't driving and I, I never am. I, I never I, I never planned on taking a wheel because I have a phobia of driving in unfamiliar <laughs> place. We like, wait, what? So you didn't get over your phobia a couple years ago. You were forced into greatness yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to remain on this forced. on this here fit trip trendi- transition.
1: Don't
0: <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. no try and poison <laughs> like I worked through my and yeah, I, I get to work. Yeah, we were like, Well, we're gonna go so, here and trust you yeah, and we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. So I just like to say that. Oh, yeah. The nonsense. The nonsense Ooh. has reared its ugly head. Oh, man, that Jay, was you got a wait what?
1: Mm. That was my wait what. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh, it was. was. <laughs> you still angry. That I'm going to let,
0: okay. let the cool down and commence. Mm. Well, we do have a wait what from a listener. Shout out to Imani all the way over in Japan who listens what up, to y'all. us faithfully. Hey. We love you, Imani D. Listen. So, um, she wrote in. She said, I have a wait what. So, I'm going to read it here and we're going to work through it. Dear Lisa. I've been a listener of the podcast for over a year and I absolutely love all of the gems you and Jay drop. I'm one of your listeners living in Japan where veganism or plant-based living is still relatively unheard of. So I always try to follow brown folk with this lifestyle to stay inspired. What up, Imani? Good looking. She says, I don't know if you'll read this on the show and you have my permission to do so, but I just had to give you a listener letter for wait, what? Now... I am by no means a nutritionist or personal trainer, but this threw me completely off. Today, I called my mother who lives in New York, and because of the time difference, I talked to her in the morning as I'm walking to the gym. She's in her early 60s and on medication, which she conveniently only reveals to me whenever I go visit. I had intended to enter a bikini competition, but that was a little too soon and ambitious on my part. I told my mom a few weeks back my intention to enter, But in the phone call, I told her I was dropping out. I mentioned that one of the reasons is because the local trainers I worked with didn't understand a plant-based lifestyle or understand that, yes, a woman's body, especially this non-Japanese body, is different. Most meta-analyses are male-focused and rarely consider women. I also said that we have hormones that are always changing, which can affect our training, and that we aren't just little men. It would be great to work with someone who understands that concept. And she put in parentheses, please speak on this topic in the future if you have a chance. When we then get on the topic of menstrual cycles and my mom proceeds to say, well, you know, don't go lifting anything heavy or your period is going to come on heavy. I said, wait, what? <laughs> I love the way she wrote that. She said, I said, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Run that <bunny. laughs> right, right. Mom replies, oh yeah, you're young now, but don't go lifting heavy things because once you hit your 40s, your period is going to cause all these problems and you'll get blood clots. I kid you not, I started laughing on the phone and had to stop in the middle of the sidewalk. (laughs) She continues to tell me about her co-worker who didn't listen to her advice and is now struggling with heavy periods all because of lifting heavy things that women have no business carrying. I told my mom that in my two years being vegan and lifting moderate to heavy weights, my period has actually shifted from seven days of heavy cramps and heavy flow to four predictable and manageable days of medium cramps and with only the first 24 hours being a very heavy flow. She says, Oh, but if you keep lifting, that's all going to change. Just watch and see when you hit 40. I told her that I know women who lift, who don't have those problems. Are close to 40, and even non-vegan, but she wasn't hearing it. So I said, okay, bet. (laughs) Since I'm on my way to the gym now, I'm going to lift really heavy and continue to do so, and we shall see what happens in 10 years. (laughs) Am I tripping or what? Was there a massive case study about this that I missed? is it really the heavy lifting that causes your period to basically implode and blood clots to appear after you hit 40 years of age? And not all the pound cake, ginger ale, chips, mac and cheese, or fig newtons? (laughs) And then she said, yes, I'm low-key reading my mom, and I'm not ashamed. (laughs) Lisa, please help. I need answers.
1: I well, love it. Only you can read your mom. Just know that. We okay. got to gotta tread
0: lightly. Right. We will not be reading mom here. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. <laughs> so no, that's no. Imani's way What? So Woody, let's help her out, guys. Okay. Um, she wants to know, like, did I miss anything? Is it true that, you know, you can lift heavy? Now, one thing I want to address before we uh, get into the, the main question is how she said, you know, um she's been two years being vegan and her period has actually shifted from seven days of heavy cramps and Mm -hmm. heavy flow to four predictable and manageable days of medium cramps with the first day being the heaviest. Um, have you guys experienced, had that same experience? I know, um, I know Tiff, you're, you're quite irregular. I'm quite irregular as well, but I can honestly say Imani, that too has been my experience. Um, when when I do have a period, it is extremely different. Like I first of all, I don't know what's coming. And I've heard that from multiple clients. Like usually you have an indicator that your period is about mm-hmm. to come on, whether yeah. it be, you know, a small yes. breakout in your skin, Bloating. cramps, you yeah. know, you know, a lot of women might have more, you know, sensitive nipples during that time. There's some things that usually give you an indicator. And when I tell you, I have nothing like I've had clients be like, I just go to the bathroom like, oh when that start, you know, mm-hmm. like, so when I know going plant based specifically, when I say going plant based, specifically eliminating dairy and anim- like and meat, you know, because animals make their own hormones. Right. And so when you're getting that extra dose of hormones in your diet and all of that uh, from all of the dairy and from mm-hmm. all of the meat. It literally um, causes your body to go into overload because every mammal makes their own hormones, right? And so it's when people try and make the argument of, uh, for not eating meat. Well, I get hormone free meat or they don't put, they're not allowed to put hormones in me anymore. I'm like, no, it's a mammal. They naturally make hormones. So regardless if food industry or uh, big agriculture is adding hormones to it, it, it's a mammal that naturally makes them, right? Um, But I, I know several people who have had that experience that literally just going plant based vegan, your period as a woman can significantly change. It's not the experience for everyone. But it totally changes the flow, the frequency, um, and how heavy it is, and those cramps. That's facts. Jay, what about you?
1: Um, you know, when I turned... Well, I think my story is a little different because of the fibroids and everything. Um, and that's the reason I even went plant-based to begin with is because of that, um, you know, the pain the heaviness and everything I've been to the doctor multiple times trying to see what I can do. They've tried, they've offered me something to make my uh, cycle lighter and all this different stuff, which of course I refuse because I'm not into hormones and things like that. Um, but, um, what I've been reading is that your, your, your uh, fibroids aside is that your, your cycle just gets heavier um, as you age and it changes and adjusts. I think one of the things that people don't realize is that as we age, nothing stays the same. Unless you are intentional about it... um you know, not doing the things that you don't want it to do, such as you know, like we were talking earlier, knee pain, back pain, joint pain, right. um, your core getting strong. You have to be intentional about those things. Your mindset, you have to be intentional about that, and you have to be intentional about your cycle. Absolutely. You can't just keep going through life thinking, okay, this is how my cycle was when I was twenty, and this is how it's going to be when I'm forty. So if you notice something about your cycle, whether it's getting heavier or whatever, you have to start looking. Especially, um, Imani, you're into being plant based and things like that. You just have to look into things like okay, my cycle is getting heavier as I age. How can I stop that and reduce that naturally? I, no, I didn't find any information about, because lifting heavier, and I and I just dug, 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 and dug. There's no research. You did not miss it. And if you missed it, I missed it too. Lisa missed it too, and Tiff missed it too. There's absolutely no research about um, when you, when your period, I mean, as you age, or as you lift heavier, that your periods get heavier. Um, I'm going to read a, um, uh, an article a real short small excerpt out of this article it okay. says your flow might get heavier this is 40 and over cycle as your ovaries start their normal premenopause wind down because at 40 plus that's what you're in mm-hmm. um your period schedule will get a little wonky some months the egg the egg makes it to release on time and everything's fine um, some months it's a bit behind and your period will be late and some months it doesn't make it at all and you skip a month or two when you miss an ovulation, the lining of the uterus continues to grow, so that when you finally bleed, it tends to be heavier. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with lifting no. at mm-hmm. all, um, and and and. As far as your mother, she's she's talking to women who that's happened to, and they're contributing it to the wrong thing. Yeah. And that's all it is. They're contributing it to the wrong thing, right. but so, it has nothing to do with Right, lifting. Mom
0: isn't wrong. Exactly. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's Like you said, attributing it to the wrong thing. So she's saying, watch when you hit 40. Watch when you get older. And usually 40, right around the 40s is when women enter perimenopause. And perimenopause is the, the period right before menopause hits, right? Menopause is when you completely stop making eggs. So during perimenopause, our hormone levels are completely different. Our body may be making less progesterone, less estrogen. And so during that time, it impacts, like Jay said, your, the lining of your uterus. And so uh, I don't know where mom did her uh, her study. Because I guess everybody, she just happens to be giving this advice to, must be lifting heavy, right? And I love (laughs) the way mom said, uh, lifting things you ain't supposed to be carrying. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right. Uh, uh, But so, yeah, Imani, mom isn't wrong. When you get older, you may be heavier, you may be more irregular, but it's not due to uh, lifting those weights. So get after it. It's definitely due to uh, what happens, as Jay said, when our body ages. Let's go, Tiff. And also, there may be some factors that these
1: women are experiencing that we don't know about. Yes. Do they
0: have... There are things like fibroids,
1: endometriosis, um, other factors, medications that can affect. So, we don't know those variables. So, it's kind of hard to attribute that mm-hmm. to lifting weights. Yeah. There's just so much that we don't know about that. Yeah. That's the thing. I, it's so crazy when someone says, well, my my aunt went vegan and then she started having uh, cramps or my aunt... You don't know her right. whole entire... You right. don't know what medication she's taking. You know, it, even though plants are healthy, it's some plants that doesn't agree with everyone's body. Right. It's right. not... It's just not a blanket thing that everyone can... You know, everyone can do. So, when you when someone talks to you about what's going on with them and what they did, that doesn't mean yeah, that that applies to you and it applies to everyone else. Absolutely. Yeah, her period may have gotten heavier when she started lifting mm-hmm. due to all the other, other things, things that's going on in her yeah. life. So, you know, but... You know, on, on another note, shout out to mom for even caring. Yeah. You know what I mean? She put her input in. She put her <laughs> input in. <laughs> was like, listen, don't <laughs> listen, do it. Daughter, I'm right, looking out right, for you. Right, so just, right. you know, even though some information may not be the right information, though, it's a, I, I hope it was said out of love, which it sounds like it is. You guys talk in the morning and everything. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Just the fact that she said it on love. So shout out to mom. Yeah, Either way.
0: Mom definitely said it on love. She was definitely looking mm-hmm. out for that baby. Um And <laughs> Imani so you saying it ain't due to the macaroni and cheese, ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with right. it. So, like, nah I'm gonna eat the Snickers.
1: Right. And then right. I'm gonna look at those waists like they the problem.
0: right Right, it's it, right. It's not this. What I, I called the An ice cream cone the other day, a mucus cone. Right? It ain't the it ain't the mucus cone. Nah, no, it ain't it the soft serve mucus. Nothing
1: cone. delicious will affect your body negatively. No, right. Everybody right. knows everybody that. Everybody. If that. It, it tastes that. good, then it, it ain't that can be the problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's gotta be the workouts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So thank you so much for writing in, Imani. Thank you so much for that wait-what. If you guys have a wait-what, go ahead and submit it to admin at blackhealthacademy.com, admin at blackhealthacademy.com. You can also go into the uh, academy itself and just click on podcast and leave us a comment under uh, under the podcast tab as well. So we would love to hear you guys' way was any more way what's, y'all? Um, mom, it's not necessarily a way what, but it's a shout out to all the people who have been giving
1: us feedback on the podcast. Yes. And that's so it makes us feel good because we yes. have no way, yeah, we can see the numbers of who's listening, but that real life interaction. Oh, right. uh, when Lisa said this, when Jay said this, this helped me that man, that makes us feel so good. So if you guys have any more, um, reviews, requests. Anything like that, please write in and let us know that you guys are listening. We really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, uh shout out to my girl Aisha. So you know on the last ever was it the last episode Jay where I was descri- describing my veggie sandwich? Yes, I believe
1: so. No, yes. yeah, I believe so. Yes. No, you you no, was it the uh the no, you it was a veggie sandwich. Okay, we
0: fly out there. No, no, that was, yeah, that, that was a couple episodes ago. Oh. But on the last episode was when I described my veggie sandwich. Shout out to everybody who loved my food description. Uh, yeah, a couple
1: of y'all made the sandwiches. Y'all be, y'all give Lisa life. Y'all
0: have no idea. <laughs> Guess what? They
1: I got to get it from my somebody.
0: Sandwich. Oh, I'm going to be bigging you up on your food. Oh, you a hater. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but, so shout out to Aisha. She wrote in and said, I never would have ate the veggie sandwich. Let me be clear.
1: Because it's a difference. Yeah,
0: S-A-M-M-I-C-H. She said, I never would have ate the veggie sandwich had you not described it. And, oh, add Dijon mustard. Shout out to somebody who always trying to up level us. You know what I mean? Man. Aisha. you belong in the circle. You in the inner circle, yeah. baby. You know what I mean? Somebody who just ain't going to try and just ride your coattail and going to really put you on game. Like, no, what you did was good, but let me tell you how to make it great.
1: Yeah. And she said yeah. that You Dijon. almost did the right thing. <laughs> and
0: she said that Dijon mustard was hitting. Was hitting. All right. Was hitting. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Food description. Do we got one? Y'all want to describe y'all? Wait. Oh,
1: I got one additional. Wait, what? So, guys. Um, on the last podcast, or the podcast for that, not sure. I talked about doing my challenge of no alcohol. So on this big trip, um, <laughs> marked sixty days of no alcohol. Who, but of who. course, what I do, huh? Get hey. that shot in that wine. <laughs> what, I, what I do? <laughs> How I do it? How I do it? <laughs> but you know what? When you do a challenge, and Tiffany and I was discussing this, um, it changes sort of the way you can tolerate things once you get back. The whole day, honestly. I was a zombie after. I thought I could do what I once did and yeah. I can't. That's I don't right. I don't even have the tolerance level just after 60 days. so the purpose of doing certain challenges when you don't eat bread for 30 days, when you do have no added sugar for 30 days and 60 days or 90 days or whatever it is, we always say don't detox to retox yep, and right. that you know, don't override the system. Absolutely. If your body says no We can't handle this anymore. That was the whole purpose of the challenge yep. So yep. now I got to pull back a little bit. I can't do you know turn up turn up like okay We're gonna wait till like seven o'clock five mm-hmm. o'clock four, whatever. I'm gonna have some wine or whatever mm-hmm. but before I, I, I my tolerance level was higher so that's really the purpose of the challenges um, one, to expose your weaknesses because there's challenges that I've given myself that I failed. I had a push-up challenge. Do a 50 push-up challenge every day. I went through 15 days. Completely forgot about the challenge on the 16th day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so don't be afraid to give yourself a challenge or something you're going to start implementing. And, and if you don't do as well, you think that's a fail. Sometimes it's just to expose the area that you're not so strong in. And then keep keep, you know going at it, keep doing your best with it, and then, you know, eventually you'll catch up to where you want to be.
0: That's real. That's real. Tip, you challenged yourself in something recently in your health, because I know you always hitting those Didn't you be Like, guys, I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> I did a no bread challenge. It began September 18th,
1: and it ended yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I want to do another one when I get back, because I liked the way I felt without yeah, with that yeah, bread. And I, I didn't know eat a whole heck of a lot of bread, and it wasn't any white bread or anything like that. But right. I just noticed, I was like, okay, I used to have a sandwich here. I used to have, you know, tortilla wrapped there. And I, yeah. I really began to be extra cognizant of it. And now I really don't miss it. I had
0: that pizza yesterday, though. It was good. Oh, yeah. That pizza was fine. Y'all pizza was. Was like, it was slapping yesterday. It was. It was your sandwich was fire. Looks, yeah. You know my sandwich one number. up, with y'all pizza roll yeah. Exactly. Yeah, up <laughs> the sandwich. Good times, good times,
1: good, good stuff, times. But yeah, I
0: can't see myself really going back to so it idea. did. So your purpose of doing a no bread challenge was just to do it. Like, you didn't feel like you were gaining weight or you didn't feel like. No, I didn't feel like I was gaining weight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, I worked from home for like a six weeks straight. And I was laying up, tearing eating it good, down. Yeah, them work from home gigs—they sound sexy on the front end, but Run you will look in. up and be a whole two size. Yeah. Yeah. size. you ain't hit the gym. Ain't head. Head. <laughs> I looked up like, okay, Tiff, it's time to do something, and I'm like, let me
1: just start with this, and I did the same thing as with one of my challenge, my clients. Yeah. So we both had the same
0: challenge, and we had the same struggles, and we kind of supported each other through it. Nice, and so, nice. So, your client was successful as well? No. (laughs) Okay. Well,
1: she stopped and started, and then she started (laughs) again this past Monday. And on day two, she was already calling and talking about how angry she is. I'm like, why are you so angry? Listen, I "I need some carbs. You can have carbs. You can have. A sweet yeah. potato with your yeah. meal, you get you know. Right, what I'm saying? Right. I don't think people realize that the same thing you were eating on bread, you can still eat. Just yeah, not no, on no bread. that's not available. To the them. Yeah, like, like if so you want that's a that's taco, awesome. eat a taco. Get that big uh, butter lettuce, and you throw it right in there. It's the type of lettuce. So anyone who's listening, up, if yeah. you don't want to eat bread, there's a lettuce. Um, it's called butter lettuce. Yes, yeah, real soft, and it's real soft, but it's real durable. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can; it doesn't tear. It's it's not a lot of space in it, but like you can make um tacos. You can make. If you want to make a sandwich, wraps. any wrap, anything, you can put in this butter lettuce and you can have whatever you wanted before, but just without the bread. Yeah. That's all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's facts. You really can. I think um, we throw away the entire meal with the food, right? Yeah. yeah because every time, you know, I like when I'm teaching farm to table, like, okay, guys, we're going dairy free this week. No dairy. Everybody's like, no pizza. I can't have tacos. I can't have a burger. I'm like, why are you throwing away the whole meal? With yeah. the food, like and but that's just a, a mindset thing, you know. We tie these foods to this, you know, the enjoyment of it has to include this way. It has to look this way, and if we can't have it that way, I'm not going to enjoy it. So, you know, and so getting out of that comfort zone, and that's why it's so important to do do those new tries mm-hmm. on a regular right. basis because we we always equate eating healthy. With nasty, not tasty, bland, bland cold, yep. cold, unpalatable. So, yo, but y'all already know I'm about to go into the, probably the biggest dietary challenge I've oh, ever yeah, had since plant based. Yeah. Yo, y'all, I am, I am low key a little nervous about going <laughs> wrong. I know you are. I'm nervous because there's so raw. many things I get you it. love
1: yeah. that's tied to what you think is cooked. But like you said, you're gonna discover so many. I'm gonna discover so much.
0: And shout out to uh, my one of my clients, and she's a client of mine. Uh, not a lot of people know, but I actually coach in business and entrepreneurship too. So she's actually a business coaching client. And she was like, Lisa, she t- she emailed me. She's like, I was just listening to the um podcast. She's like, I did raw for 30 days, and she was like, here's some of my favorite recipes. So she sent me about right. three nice. recipes yes, already. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to Brielle. Um, she. she she Hooked me up, like these should get you started. And I, you know, her and I talk every couple of weeks for our coaching anyway. So I know she's gonna have my back. So it's so dope. Um, I think one of the things I often talk about when somebody's doing a challenge, we decide that we're gonna challenge ourselves, whether it be work out more, eat a certain way, drink water, whatever, but we don't share it because mm-hmm. we want, to, we're afraid of publicly failing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes when you share it, you get support, get support yeah. right? And you get, um, You know accountability and so me just sharing uh, people are coming in like hey you can do it here's what I did here's how I got through it and I really appreciate that so I'm excited about publicly sharing my journey uh, Mm -hmm. being being raw vegan and I am so crazy because I'm you know how usually you can figure out stuff in your head like okay I can see how this happened I can see how I can do this I ain't got it I'm just like (laughs) yo just salads like how does this work but she was also telling me in the email that I I can heat some things up to like, I think she said between 90 and 115 degrees and it's still considered raw. Mm -hmm. So she said you can have some like warm soup sometime because I'm like, I'm doing this going into winter time. Mm -hmm. This is going to be insane. But um, just like you said, the stuff I'm going to learn it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna push me to greatness, and I can't wait to see how my body and brain responds to So, go raw, go raw, go raw, go raw, go raw. Hey, we make, we make healthy so hyped, yo. We make- so hype i love it okay so let's get into it like jay so you had i think somebody you got triggered right because <laughs> jay always getting triggered Oh, the time tip, let me tell you how it works just let me tell y'all how we come up with podcast topics <laughs> jay is in the world just living she always minding her own business she don't ask for this let me be clear I don't, I don't, she does not I ask don't. for this she gets triggered Somebody says some ridiculousness. She gets pulled into a conversation she ain't want to be in. She's going back and forth with somebody, and inevitably, Tim, I'm gonna get a text or a phone call. Here's what we're about to talk about on the podcast because, <laughs> because this don't make no sense. People out here thinking they got time, right? So this is exactly how this podcast topic came up. Uh, she said, "I got the next topic." People think they got time to rectify stuff. So go. Oh, how, yeah. how did you get triggered? First? We were
1: talking about, um, you know, just people in your life passing one. Um, want- My supervisor, she, um, her mom had passed and she was just cleaning up her stuff, you know, getting the boxes and all that stuff. She was like, it's time. And we started talking about just, you know, things like when, when someone in your life passes away and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, we began to talk more and more about just death and how people deal with it and things like that. And I was like, I'm going to be honest, you know, with you, some people, now don't get me wrong, guys. I understand grief. I understand always missing a person, always just having that place in your heart and that void Mm -hmm. because they're no longer here. I understand that. Trust me. But there are some people whose grief is really, really hard and really, really heavy and they can never heal. They can never, they can never get over that hump. um, Because the grief is tied in with guilt they didn't treat the person while they were here the way they should have. It may, it may have been an argument that happened and they weren't even speaking. Yep. It may have been, I I thought I was going, you know, I thought I was going to get an opportunity to treat you better. And I never did. Yep. I, it's a lot of guilt. Cause I know someone personally whose mom passed. They hadn't talked to their mom in a couple of days. Someone told them to check on her. They didn't until two mm-hmm. days later she had had a heart attack she had passed away 2 days ago they, their grief is different mm-hmm. um and and everyone grieves differently just regardless yeah. yeah but i seen that kind of um elevated like it's it's not even just i can't say regular grief i don't know the proper word yeah but it's that guilt tied into it. You know, you see the people at the funeral who fall all the way out. It's usually the person who didn't have you know a, a right. good relationship right. with that person. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody they like, had them out for ten out years. Right. right. Like you a little extra and you ain't even talked to him in five years right. or whatever like that. So even even my cousin, my cousin stole my grandmother's money. Mm. Was the main one who was crying at the funeral and things like that. Meanwhile, my sisters and I sitting there on the on, on the second row, you know what I mean? We dabbing our eyes a little bit. Just that summer and the summer before, we had flew out to my grandmother's house mm-hmm. just to spend time with her. Right. Uh, begging her to come stay with one of us. We'll take care of her. All of that stuff. So we were like, you know what? She's n- not here any longer. But the relationship we had with her was right. so dope that we ain't got to fall out. We ain't falling out. We ain't yeah. doing all of that. Yeah. And not saying that falling out and being, you know, really dramatic is equivalent to guilt. Yeah. But a lot of times I'm just saying. Yeah, that's your theory. Could it. <laughs> yeah, it could be tied to it. Yeah, it could be tied to it. Because like I said, I knew a person whose, mother's, whose mother had passed. He treated her really, really bad. Ten years passed. He ended up killing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, And he left a note. He couldn't, he couldn't deal with it a whole decade had passed, he couldn't deal with the fact that he never got an opportunity to rectify a yep. situation. Wow. Not saying that if she had lived that he would have, but in the back of everyone's mind, they always yeah. think I'm going to yeah. do that. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get a chance. I'm going to get my health right. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to yep. call, you know, I just called my 85 year old, um, aunt yesterday. Mm. I'm going to, I just called her yesterday. She lives in California. We, uh, we talk maybe like once a week. Um, I'm not, I don't put it off because, yep. Tomorrow's, Tomorrow's not, not for me or, or her. Anybody. So I'm not going to say, ah, oh, get around to it. No, this is a priority talking to you, um, just touching bases with you. I'm not putting that off. That's right. So in the event that something does happen, I, I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to miss my aunt, and that's it. Right. So, yeah. So that's where that conversation came from. It's just that a lot of times people feel like they have opportunities and chances. So many times people say, I want to work with you. I want to work with you. I want to work with you, but let me finish school. I want to work with you, but I have the, I want to work with you. But what, who told you? Who told you that you had that much time? Who told you that next year you would be in this position financially to even be able to work with me? Who told you that your health won't be 10 times as work and you won't even be, you will be hospitalized? Like you don't know what your situation is. So whatever you can do to rectify the situation you're in, do it. Right. Yeah. Do it now. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. And you hear that with people with diets. Okay, I'm going to start it Monday. I'm going to start it after the holidays. And like you said, that might be too late. That might be too late. You don't need three months. It doesn't take three months to get diagnosed. It takes one time to walk into your doctor's yep. office mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, you have diabetes. I'm going to yep. start you on this, uh, yeah. these medications. Oh, I'm not feeling right. I'm, you know, let me drive myself to the hospital. Oh, you're having a heart attack. Oh, I'm not, you're having a stroke. Yep. Oh, yeah. like, I don't think. No one said that you're going to get a a, a three month four months, five months heads up when something is about to crash. Is you like we spend our time being so reactionary, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, my blood pressure is up. Let me get on this Mm -hmm. medication. Okay, I'm gonna finally start exercising because my doctor said I'm about to have diet. I'm I'm pre diabetic, Mm -hmm. right? Let me start exercising now. It's like we think so much in as a reaction instead of being proactive and saying, like you said, seize the day. I know I don't eat right. Right, I know I don't eat right. I know I have a history of diabetes or hypertension, whatever it is in my family. My mm-hmm. mom passed away from a heart attack, from heart disease. Mm-hmm. But I know it, it hasn't happened to me just, yes, I'm going to wait. Right? Exactly. I'm going to
0: wait until there's a diagnosis and then say, okay, now it's time to put something into action. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that just might be too late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it quite often is because when we say too late... People think, well, they didn't die from it, so let's fix it. Like too late means that it has impacted your life in a way that you can't come back from. Mm-hmm. Whether you are now it's put you even further into financial debt or ruin, and it's now impacting, you know, the quality of life you're able to offer your family. Um, some strokes we know leave people partially paralyzed. Oh, they've never been the same since they had that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's too late because you had to get on a medication, and even though that medication might have brought your blood pressure down, now your kidneys are messed up, right? Now now when we you say it's too late. That doesn't mean you die from it, mm-hmm. right? I, that's not always the ultimate and the worst outcome of something. And I think it's really important, like y'all said, like being proactive means doing things and taking action, taking advantage when everything seems like it's good. Mm-hmm. When everything, when that's the that's the time when you go the hardest, yes. right? I have a um a lecture in farm to table in week two. We talk about mindset, and I give them six ways to um override the the system that is the comfort zone of our brains, right? And one of those I call it build up your street cred. And what that means is when things are so eat right, when everything seems like it's copacetic, this ain't your time to turn up. Exercise because when 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 the the S H I T hits the fan and you are now trying to combat a, a disease or a diagnosis when you're kind of trying to combat mental illness, when a parent has gotten sick, when a child has gotten sick, when financial things come up unexpectedly, because you haven't built up your street career and done the work in the downtime, mm-hmm. you're not, you're literally fumbling and falling over yourself, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right. But like my client that I talk about, or my, my good friend, Terry actually, who was a breast cancer survivor, you know, um, she started working out with me because she said I have another surgery coming up and I know that going into this surgery healthy and fit means I will recover much better from it. Yes. She was she planned on how she would recover from a surgery way months before the surgery even arrived. She didn't get two days into the surgery and decide, okay, now what do I need to do to make sure I have a speedy recovery, mm-hmm. right? And so you do the work in a down downtime to ensure That you're ready. How me and Jay always say, stay ready. This is literally all about staying ready. So staying ready may be talking to your 85-year-old aunt every week. So when the inevitable happens, you are at peace with her passing and you can mourn in a healthy way that isn't tied to guilt. Staying ready may mean that you... Uh, go out and spend that extra money on a concert for that one person you've been wanting to see your entire life because and have that experience with somebody you love because oh my god turns out this person is not going to be on tour anymore or they die unexpectedly and that was my favorite artist and I never got to see him live like Seizing the day and taking advantage of opportunities and not just thinking, I ah, see Beyonce mm-hmm. when she come back next year. I'm going to check out Prince come every year. I'll just see him then. Like, this is not always about health. It's about always thinking you have a chance to get, you'll get another shot at something. Right. The set, the, another shot don't always come. You know what I mean? So you have to take advantage. And I think what what Jay said, like, no matter what, I'm going to talk to my aunt every week and how this gentleman, you know, his mom passed and he regretted not, you know, rectifying some stuff with her. You know, we all have intuition, especially as women. And all of us have experienced something where Mm -hmm. somebody will call or reach out to you and you will say, oh, I was just thinking about you. I just thought about you two days ago. Mm -hmm. Or that's crazy that you're reaching out to me now, Right. That's energy, that's frequency in the atmosphere, right? And I remember I started maybe a year or two ago, um, and I think I learned this lesson from just what Jay went through with her mom. Every time it comes up and my mom comes up in my brain, my mom or my sister, or anybody close to me, I reach out to them in that moment. I stop what I'm doing. And I literally will send a text or call. And something, and then it would be like a voice that comes up and says, you know, check or see how it's going or follow up with your sister about that interview she just went on. And I don't just like put it off like I'll do it tomorrow. I literally do it in the moment every single time. Mm. And that's your intuition, right? That's your gut telling you, like pulling you towards that person. So it's not not a happenstance when, you know, you think about somebody and then they call. It's not like, oh, this is so funny. This is a coincidence. It's not at all. You were just being disobedient. Mm. And so when you be obedient, when you're obedient that's when things happen and you're not hit with something years later with regret. So it's about obedience really.
1: I'm I like, love it. <laughs> right. I'm like, right. Yeah. I love, I love that you said, um, that was just you being disobedient because that even happened that to the best of us. absolutely. And, and I'm going to start being obedient to those things yeah. too. Um, yeah. since you, you, you worded it that way. I never even thought about it that way. Like when you say, um, when, as soon as it pops in your mind you call every time. soon as it pops in yes. your mind you text. I think that's one one of the takeaways. I'm gonna and, and don't get it twisted I take away things from the podcast whether I do <laughs> at the moment or well, we always listen back to it yes. Once it's um live and, I, and I'm like dang, I did say that or at least it did say that I'm gonna really really make sure and make that um, something that I implement into my life and that's something I'm going to start doing immediately when someone crosses my brain when something crosses my mind, I'm going to start calling, texting, um, doing, yeah. and, and then I'm going to feel like I'm taking the reins and, and taking control absolutely. and that way nothing will associate it that went awry. I will feel any type of guilt or any type absolutely. of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that. Um, just one more thing when it comes to, um, so we talked about relationships yep. and we talked about, um, a little bit about health, right? A yeah. little bit about health. And I just want to go a little deeper into that um, because I know one of some of the things that people say when it comes to health is that, you know, you're not exempt. You're going to die one day. Yeah. You're going to, you know, all these different excuses. And you're right. We are going to die one day. Yeah. It does not make us yeah. exempt. And like Terry said, but you will be ready. You will be more on the side of victory. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to keep in mind, my brother is very, very sick with all different type of ailments. My sister had a major heart attack. My mother died of brain cancer. My, like I can go on and on. So like we say, the 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 gun is, is, is like locked and loaded and my lifestyle is what pulls the trigger. This is why I'm disciplined. This is why I don't use um, my genetics as an excuse because I'm trying to be preventative, as Tiff said, yeah. and and I don't want the the trigger to be poor. I want to stay in control. I don't want to have to rectify the situation. I want to prevent the situation. You have power. You you were given that. Absolutely. You were given power. Don't don't just sit in the back seat like we used to always say. Okay. Don't don't just sit in the back seat or the passenger side. Get mm. in the driver's side. You don't always have to fix things. Yep. You don't always have to say, okay,
0: now, all Ooh, right. Say that again. You don't always have to fix things mm. if you do the work to prevent them. If you do the
1: work right. to prevent them. You and always kind of fixing won't be necessary by- to be reactionary. And, re- and, and guys, let's talk about how hard it is to fix things when you got other things. I think one thing what people don't realize is when someone says you have diabetes, uh, you have high cholesterol, you have that don't mean that the bill's not behind. That don't mean that your child not going through stuff. That don't nothing I don't else mean your relationship So now, ain't now, you still now you've added <laughs> an additional problem to what you already got have going on. So don't think because okay, when they tell me I'm gonna be able to rectify, you might have a thousand other things on your plate to Absolutely. deal with. Absolutely, you may mm-hmm. have a million other things on your life. Things life life does not stop for anyone. Right. The, bill, the bills don't stop coming. Yep. And, and people are not that empathetic to your situation. Oh, shoot. You know, they just told me I have uh, cancer, so I'm going to need for you guys to give me five weeks. No, it don't No, I'm going to still need or, you, or you'll get replaced in you some situations. Else, yeah. So, in order to deal with the things, the chaotic things that you don't see coming and that you have no control over, control your controllables. And we always talk about that. Yep. Yep. Control, that is within your control. Yeah. Yep. And so yep. that way you have more space, more room to deal with those things that just got put on your plate that you didn't even see coming. You don't always have to fix things. You don't always have to yes. fix things. Yo,
0: uh, if you you want to add real quick?
1: No, that's beautiful. Yeah, I'm you don't good. always have to fix things. It makes
0: me think of, uh, like uh, a basketball ta- a basketball game, right? Like you, you train in the off season. So when you get on the court, mm. you ready? Yes, that's They're all we say. Exactly, that's ready. all we say. just push them on the court and you know, like figure it Nobody out. Nobody just pushes on the court. <laughs> they win and Do something. Y'all ain't went over plays. Y'all ain't did practice. You know what I mean? You ain't practice shooting. You ain't practice dribbling. So how you expect to perform when you get on the court? Or how you expect to win? Yeah, court, I, period. Period. Stay ready. You don't have to get ready. Yes. That's you have it. to train in the off season for whatever it is. Does that mean that you have to be financial, financially responsible so that when uh, unexpected emergencies come up, you ready? and you'll. Oh, let's talk to get about behind? that. So Lisa and I took a Dave Ramsey course
1: about financial literacy. Yeah. Um, and both of us just got knocked over the head with some things that we didn't even see coming. Guess what? <laughs> we were ready. Yes. We were ready for it because... It talks about not spending money on unnecessary things, saving, doing different things. And although you don't want to spend, I mean, let's be honest, when something happens to your car or something like, oh my God, the the furnace broke or anything like that, you don't want to spend that. No one does, but stay ready. Have those finances available, have them saved, you know, so you don't have to, on the back end, drown, you know, Mm -hmm. your, your... you know, people are just in just neck deep, yes. you know, just drowning and Dead. sinking. And sometimes you can just, you know, a little rain, a little rain may come down. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And right. that's it. I, that's all. I, I got, got my it. umbrella out and I'm straight. I'm yep. still dry. Right. Let's keep it moving. You weren't, you were so unbothered by your situation. You're like, oh, no, I'm not really that affected. Um, am <laughs> big trip this weekend. Let's go get them. That's and it. that, you know, you can, man, <laughs> I just, I could just go so yeah. in on that because yes. I have so many different, um, So many different examples, um, really, really quick. And then we can get on to the mental health piece. Uh -uh. Um, you know, you guys all know that I lost my mother to brain cancer uh, years ago. And that's what makes, that's how I know what, without a doubt how important it is to have the relationship in your life that's important to you, that you value, be strong. Um, my siblings and I, as well as my niece, we took care of my mother at my home, and we did not have to get ready. We did not have to get ready. Mm. Why? Because our relationship and our bond is so strong. We have a family dinner and a lot of people admire that I've come to realize. We have a family dinner every month. We go to my sister's house. We go out to eat. Just on GP.
2: Yeah, just like because.
1: okay, whose month is it? We just go out. We just get together, talk, bring our kids. We didn't have to build a bond. Like, it didn't have to be awkward. The only thing we had to learn was what medications to give. and th- We didn't have to create a relationship because we already are in each other's Absolutely. space. You know, my sisters and I slept. Right. My mother had a um, hospital bed in the room. And we slept on a fut- futon together. It wasn't awkward. Why? We take... Trips, we sleep. Okay, who gonna sleep with who in what bed? You know, in what room? We didn't have to build that relationship. Yeah, it wasn't nothing to rectify. It wasn't like okay, like hey, haven't seen you in nine months. How you doing? Like last time we talked was a falling out. No, 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 we already had it together. Absolutely. So when my mother did pass, guess what? I didn't. We didn't have to deal with any guilt because we already had a relationship before she even got sick. Right. We already took vacations with my mom. We went to cabins, all type resorts, all type of stuff. We didn't have. Like all of that stuff was already off the table, so we could deal with the situation at hand and nothing else. I'm telling you, if there's something you need to strengthen, strengthen it. If there's something that you need to, to fix, fix it now. Don't wait
0: till it has fallen apart to yep. try to piece it back together. No, nope. do, do it in it the off now. season. Do yep. it in the off season. That's it. 100%. 100%. Tiff, are you intentional about taking action stuff and being, I know you are with your health, mm-hmm. but like what about in your relationships and stuff? Are you, do you try and be as proactive as possible?
1: I try, but I do, like, when you were talking about in the moment, reaching out. I Like, the other day, I was thinking, well, I got to call my dad to see how he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to call him when I get off work. And what happened? I got busy, and yep. I still haven't called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I got to do better about that. And like you said, putting energy into relationships. Yep. Because you always trust in that person's going to be there. Yeah. And you never know. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, that's my takeaway as well. Like yeah. if I think if somebody crosses my mind, just go on ahead, stop. Do it. It mm-hmm. don't take long. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. reach out, send a text, whatever. Hey, I was thinking about you. How's everything going? Absolutely. Something like that. It doesn't take but a couple minutes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And as Lisa said, just because someone is alive doesn't mean it's not too late. Because us now right we're in a good space all of us for the most mm-hmm. part yep. something can happen to my sister my nephew my kid it doesn't mean so the fit trip may not happen next year due to circumstances that's not even necessarily directly happening to, to me that's something right. can happen with right. someone in your life that's right and and then you know the dynamics have changed yep. so you know what i mean yep. so yep. when you can do something like lisa said go to that concert yep. the person you planned on going to this um Beyonce concert with next year may not even have the room for that like you know what my grandfather is sick I'm taking care of him like you don't know when there's an opportunity for a good memory an opportunity to show love an opportunity to take care of your body Mm -hmm. an opportunity to just sit around and just think and meditate Mm -hmm. pray go to church whatever it is that's just building you up internally or you know what I mean spiritually get her done yep
0: Fitness, yep. whatever it is, Absolutely. environmentally, you Absolutely. know what I mean?
1: Whatever it is, do it. Yeah, because remember the on
0: um, the last episode that we released, our throwback episode called Is Your House on Fire? Remember during that episode, Jay, I was talking about um, how um, more busy and a little more stressful my life had front yes. running a company, mm-hmm. and I was but talking about already. what's so crazy is I had already started doing meditation just because, yep. before mm. my life got crazy, and so mm. when those stressful moments came up, I was... Able to go into a place of inner peace because I had created space for that in my life. I had, you know, trained in a down season, not knowing what you don't always know what you're training right. for. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's like the biggest. You don't always know what you're training for. You know, builds that muscle up. You just build you the know? muscle up because it's the right thing to do, right? You mm-hmm. just being obedient. You know, you're supposed to drink your water. You know, you're supposed to be moving. You know, you're supposed to be eating your plants. You know what I mean? You know, you're supposed to be spending quality time with your kid. You know, and it's not just family. You know, it's it's a bit like I'm obedient no matter what it's not just okay i should call my mom or talk to my sister or let me text jay and make sure she's good today because i know so and so just happened it's not just that let me give y'all a quick example i recently spoke uh we recently spoke uh for the plant-based nutrition support group at our monthly meeting at the library that i hold right and one of the people who came to the meeting was this gentleman he's on a walker Mm -hmm. and he's on a walker and um he, uh, his friends came with him, so it was this three black men. I loved it. It was three black men one of them on a walker everybody's older and they were really supporting their friend who's on a walker who turns out his it was he had type 2 diabetes and it had just really gotten more severe over the last year or so Mm -hmm. to the point he can't work anymore he can't garden anymore he's like I used to love working in my garden I can't do that anymore and it's just really weighing Mm -hmm. heavy on him right and his friends are there supporting him and so you know we get to the question period and he his, he raises <laughs> and asks me a question and he asks me something about, I can't remember. And I said, well, are you dairy free yet? Are you, uh, do you have all refined sugar out of your diet? His friend, when he went from the to answer, his friend sat over there across the top. No, he not. Right. It, it was so cute. It was so cute. He not. And like, and so I'm like, you know, so we're going through, I give him a little advice. So I was like, please uh, make sure you, Jay, you already know, I'm like, take my car and call me right. however yeah, I, I can how you help do. you. Right. right. And so lo and behold, he called me the next day. And he called me at a time that I was about to hop on another conference call. Mm-hmm. So I had like a conference call coming up at 7 p.m. And the, he called me at like 6.45, 6.40. Mm-hmm. He said, hi, Miss Smith. I was at your nutrition class last night. You gave me some advice and some places where I should start. I want to thank you for that so much. I want to get some clarification on something. He, you got time. And I'm like, you know mm-hmm. how I am about um, right. being on time. I get really anxious about not being on time for stuff. And so I'm like, shoot. He's like, you got time? I'm like, yeah, I got a minute. And so I'm thinking he'll be quick, and we go through it quick, and I answer his question real quick, and I'm like, okay, all right, all right, you gonna do that? All right, boom. And I really felt like I rushed him, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I get on my conference call at 7, I do that, and you know, I already had in my brain, like, after this conference call, that's the end of my day, I'm about to relax, decompress, I'm chilling. But I get in the house. Like I took my conference call in the car. I get in the house and I can't stop thinking about this man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just rushed him off the phone. That's not right. You mm-hmm. know? And I picked up the phone I called him back. And I was like, you know, I want to make sure that it's mm-hmm. very clear everything I just told you. Do you have a full understanding? Because like, here I am like, here's how you go plant-based. Alright, just do that. Yeah. All right, you know what I mean? And I'm like, this is a huge undertaking mm-hmm. to go plant-based. Yeah. And let me call him back. So it popped in my head right away. I was like, first of all, Apologize for rushing him off the phone, um, and then spend as much time as you need. To. If we're gonna be on the phone for the next hour, make sure you have under. He's trying to save his own life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he, so, even as a professional, it's not always about your people that's closest to you, people in the world that you encounter. If you if you feel like you know I could have I could have been kinder to that checkout lady, or when that person stopped me and asked me this, I could have you know helped him out more. When I saw so. If if you have the opportunity, go back and rectify that, and just build your connections with other humans and being a kind person. Because we know we get who we attract, what we are. You mm-hmm. know what right. I mean? Right. Whether that's experiences, people, whatever. And so make sure you always are always positioning yourself to do right by people. You're not always gonna nail it, but once you realize you didn't nail mm-hmm. it, right. fix it. And it because I'm like I could I'm about to make me dinner. It's like almost eight o'clock, and I and it did cross. My mind to be like, I just do it next week, or I'll wait tomorrow during business hours. I was like, and instantly my intuition was like, No, Lisa, call him back right now. So when you called him back, did he have more questions and stuff like that? No, he, he was like, No, I got it. You really helped me out. I'm gonna do exactly what you said because it it's not always about them needing; it's about you feeling really right in your spirit. Yeah, right. you know but what I mean. So he was like, No, thank you so much. And when he didn't answer the phone, I called back. And uh, I think it was his mom or something. And I was like, um, hi, this is Lisa. I'm a nutritionist. I was just speaking to so-and-so. And um, she was like, well, I think he um, is about to lay down or something. And then when I was like, I'm the nutritionist, she was like, nope, hold on. I'm going to go get him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Turns out, <laughs> turns out, we up. Right? So knew, it like- was an urgency. And then, you know, I was, and then I told him. Again, just met this man the night before. And I was like, okay, you got everything? He like, yeah. I was like, here's what you're going to do. He's like, I got it. I'm going to do what you said. I was like, okay, cool. I was like, and I also, I'm going to call you in seven days to make sure... You got it and you doing, he was like, all right. And I did that. You know what I mean? Like just stay obedient. He ain't paying me. He not, he might not ever be a client. It's just, I did what I said I was going to do just so I could sleep at night. You know what I mean? And when it occurred to me to make sure he was okay, I took action immediately. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not, it don't always have to be the people closest to you. Sometimes it's just about being a good human in the world. Right. Because that stuff is going to come back always. Yep. Yeah. So, okay, real quick, uh, we definitely got to touch on some mental health. I know. uh, But before we do that, I do want to give, I know it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. Uh, Tiff, what do you know about breast cancer as far as in the black community? Because it's insane how how disproportionately Mm. we're impacted in what way. So- I don't think, I know several women who have been impacted by breast cancer. It actually runs in my family. Really?
1: Yes. My aunt, my maternal aunt actually passed away from breast cancer. My um, maternal grandmother actually had um, a couple lumps and she had them removed. She's okay now. She's been cancer-free for about 10 years now. Mm. So I don't know any black woman who can say, I don't know anyone affected. Oh this. yeah, Absolutely which it it begs the question why our community why us so
0: and i don't know what do you what are your thoughts on that no. like, why us well well no everybody is impacted by it mm-hmm. so okay so last um month at the get planet first saturday class for the black health academy i put some uh we have a pop quiz every month so i put the pop quiz on the board and i'm going to ask you so the first question is mm-hmm. um Who has the highest incidences of breast cancer, black women or white women?
1: White
0: women. Okay. Who's more likely to die from breast cancer, black women or white women? Black women. Absolutely. Right? So it's not necessarily why us. It's it's something Why is it
1: hitting us so hard?
0: Why are we more likely to die from breast cancer, right? right? The mortality rate is much higher for black women. I'm talking about 40%. not like five or ten, right, Um, more than white women. The disparities in Western medicine are so insane when it comes to people of color. We have to know that um, we can't rely on, quote-unquote, medical professionals or medical facilities to, you know, give us a treatment plan. Mm -hmm. We have to do the work, again, in the off-season – educating ourselves about nutrition, educating ourselves about man-made prescription drugs, educating ourselves about prevention. Because sometimes when we get the diagnosis of something, it's something as, you know, as cancer. Mm-hmm. We all we want to do is fix it, and we're willing to listen to whatever anybody yep. tells us. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You're
1: Reactionary. Yeah. And you're, you're just like, mode. save me.
0: Tell me, okay, you think the first thing I should do is do, you know, chemo radiation? You think I should? Okay, whatever it takes, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But if you are a little more well versed on these things before anything happens, God forbid, you're more you're more able to think rationally, yep. right? Um. But a couple of reasons that. It's, um hypothesized that black women are more likely to die from breast cancer. It's number one. It says black women uh, are less likely to follow a treatment plan when assigned one. Cringe, right? Like, okay, come on with that nonsense. Maybe, maybe not. Right. I think that's just the humans. Humans are less likely to, you know, it because if nobody has done the work to try and transition to a plant based diet or to start exercising or to start drinking water, all of a sudden getting a diagnosis that requires you to do that doesn't make it easier to do it. Well, you think it should, just like when we say, oh, if somebody has a heart attack, they should instantly exactly. be willing to eat healthy, not facts, right? Yeah. So I, I hate when they say, you know, black women are less likely to follow a treatment plan, which is why they're more likely to die from breast cancer. Get that nonsense out of here.
1: Yeah. I, yeah.
0: It's, it's so, and I, I don't like to say it's so hard
1: being, but when you are aware of certain things, and you and you you know like we we do the self-development and we we read things and we try to improve our situation and it, it's just like with the natural hair thing I wanted to get just some single uh, some some two strand twist and once I uh, watched a video on YouTube about two strand twists guess what I kept seeing um, a video about how to do this a video how to, with my hair so once you get into things like that on the internet, you get more information. You get more information. You get more information. Yeah. And then you become more aware. You become more aware. And 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 just the medical field that within itself, yeah, it's 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 us, mm-hmm. and it's also them. Yeah, it's it's our, it's it's the way we we we're, we're fearful of the doctor, yeah. but it's also the way that the doctor has no knowledge on how to treat us. It's yeah. a little bit of it's just. It's, just a it's a little bit, bit of, of everything. everything. Yeah, and that's you why know, you and I don't be know which advocate. way to point and, and but the, like the bottom line is you have to be your own advocate. Yeah. You have to be and anytime I say it I feel like a well, cool, you know, you're your own doctor. You're with yourself 24 hours a day. You yeah. know yourself better than anyone. You know when you your your body feels a little different. You know when you feel more fatigued, your head starts hurting. It's it's never not for nothing. it's not for nothing when you Feel, you know, getting more headaches when you start to feel more fatigue, yeah. when your body starts to ache, when, you're, when your breast is sore more than usual and it's not just your menstrual cycle. It's your body talking to you. Your body talks to you. It gives you a message. And if you don't get that message, it'll give you another message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll give you another. Until that mean. message
0: ends into a diagnosis. Uh-huh.
1: Irreversible things. Yes. A lot of times. Yep. You know, um because breast cancer is not reversible you just going to remission oh yeah. you now have right. breast cancer and now even if you, you know you're a survivor you're in remission absolutely and that's with
0: any disease like yes yeah, just so. because just because you're lupus or your autoimmune disease you you haven't had maybe flare-ups in a couple years that doesn't mean it's been reversed right you're in remission Re, remission means your disease isn't killing you right now
1: right yeah
0: that's what remission means it doesn't mean you know it doesn't mean it's over that means you have to do everything you need to do to keep it in remission. Yep. And you have you you want to go harder mm-hmm. because now you may have the energy or the space because you're not trying to treat a flare up or you're not trying to treat right. right? So so if you're in a place where you have something and it's in remission, I need you to put the pedal to the metal with yes. this thing, right? We have to save ourselves. It's not time for you to get more lax and think, okay, well, I've been doing good for a while, so I can you know I can have another little oh, drink, right? Yeah. I can have a little oh. more sugar. I can treat myself because I've been feeling good. Mm. I deserve to eat bad because I've been feeling good. I don't have to go as hard in the gym. Cause I've been feeling good. I don't have to continue to meditate as much as I used to or do the yoga or read my scriptures. Whatever whatever your place of peace is, however you elevate, you go harder. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you saying? You go harder. Like, period. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just just because the, the, the arguments and all the pettiness in your relationship is in remission and y'all been doing good for a while, don't mean y'all ain't got to spend as much time together. Don't right. mean y'all ain't got to talk right. and you ain't got to check in on him or her. Don't mean whatever the problem used to be, because it ain't been there in a while... That means you want to keep it. I mean that you're
1: safe. that mean you are You're, you're safe. never
0: right. safe. Like you're you're
1: never you never. You never get to hit cruise control. Never. I'm gonna stay right here. No, I'm no sorry. there is no oh. cruise control. Keep That's working. Keep working on it. Keep working, so on mediocre. Keep working
0: on it. Oh mediocrity makes my it you does. say tip it make your butt itch. <laughs> make
1: your butt hurt.
0: <laughs> Tiff be like, oh that makes my butt. You're <laughs> <laughs> It Burns my butt, right? Yeah, I can't, I I can't stand mediocrity, man. Like, well, remember that uh, episode we did, Jay, where we talked about people doing just enough just to meet their quota?
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) The quota at work is you do 12 or 14, whatever, then people do 12, 14 or whatever. All I had to do was 12 or 14. It's not for them, it's for you, you know what I mean? Yeah, to teach yourself how to go above and beyond. No
0: doubt. Yeah. All All right, right. all right. right. You were triggered about a mental health thing, really. Yes. All right, so the mental health me okay, all right, <laughs> we know. of course, we know, we know. <laughs> of
1: course. Um, so just no, it was not nothing personal, nothing, no one was talking to me uh directly, but just on social media, I see a lot of times where people are like, Um, you woke up today, um, you know, be glad it's another you're alive, something to celebrate. Um, Mm -hmm. don't be down. You know, you were given a chance today. Just, just really, really put an emphasis on, you know, your lives today. And that's enough to be jump and shout and be grateful for. Um, you won't, you could be underground. You could be like all these things you could be, but you're here today. So that should be enough for you to just be overjoyed and not be sad and not feel any type of, you know, pain or whatever, whatever. Um, and that just really irritated me. It just really, really it bothers me because I think in a black community, we really, really try to um, put less emphasis on mental health. We put not enough emphasis on depression. We don't put enough emphasis on just just these demons that we battle. I don't think saying someone just woke up today is, is, a, is a reason to celebrate. I don't, personally, just because I know that um, suicide is running rampant Mm. myself personally if I didn't have kids before I was teetering just from being so depressed at one point like why am I even here like waking up today is the problem within itself I don't want to be here like I'd rather I'd rather join my mom and and those who have went before me on the other side and see what that's about like everybody is not in a in a in a space where they can rejoice about being alive I think that's a misconception that uh, we have like why are people if being it being waking up is so phenomenal to everyone? Why are people committing suicide? I, I remember working at a nursing home and the man had been married for 70 plus years and he lost his wife. He had pictures of them dancing, they were dancers, tango dancers, this, that, that, that. Mm. And he had lost his wife. He made it to 100 years old, 100, and um, he was celebrated in a newspaper and everything. He had the best personality, so sweet. But every time, I would go to his room to check on him and he was very lucid. He knew exactly what was going on and everything. He'll be like, like how was your day?" He'll be like, uh, "Well, I'm not I'm not in the box. So basically my day is uh, uh, wow. is not." And he's he wanted to join his wife. He yep. didn't he want to be here with be us her. in a nursing home. Yep. Like I want to be where she is. Yep. And he ended up a uh, uh, 101 years old and he killed himself. He killed him. He himself. committed suicide. suicide. How did he do it? He took some type of sharp object and cut his arms and everything all up. Not saying that the um, wounds itself killed him, but he's 100. He can't handle that. Yeah. no So, doubt. He, yeah, he passed away. Wow. He did not want to be here anymore. Um, just all the losses he has sustained over the yeah. years, not just his wife, but. Yeah. You see, when you're 100 die. Old, you see people coming Exactly. Yeah. Die. And, and I think when we say that, it just minimizes the struggle that we go through. Because I know for sure how it feels to wake up. I remember laying in a bed like, I don't want to open my eyes. I have been woke for hours, but it's like when I open my eyes, that means that I have to deal with this day. I ain't ready yet. I'm not ready to pretend that I'm not sad. I'm not ready to put on a space for everyone else. I'm not ready to be there for anyone. I'm not I'm not I, I don't even feel like I don't feel like reminding myself to breathe and not cry. I don't I don't feel like that. I yep. just don't want to deal with that right now. Yep. And so waking up is yeah, it's great that you're you know, you get an opportunity. And like we but let's it, but... deal with Wow. Don't stop
0: there. Yeah, don't yeah. stop there. Like, okay, it's more to deal great, with than but, just
1: yeah, yeah. You know, put a smile yeah. on your face. You're alive today. Like, yeah. no, there's mental health issues that needs to be addressed. Yeah, yeah. And I think in a black community, there's such a stigma about mental health. It's mm-hmm. like. Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. not that crazy. I don't need to see a. I'm not. Wait a minute. I'm not not crazy crazy crazy. like that. When actually seeing a mental health professional is a sign of health because you're seeking someone to assist you. Exactly. You know what I mean. It's it's got this bad stigma. It's like, okay, something's wrong with you if you if you're speaking with a mental health professional, Mm -hmm. and that's just not the case. No. There's a lot of people whose lives could be saved, improved, all
0: of that if they will just go ahead and reach out and be okay Mm -hmm. with seeking that help and being accepting of that help. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And 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 for me, therapy is the exact same thing that like working out is. Even though I'm at my ideal weight, is you just training in the off season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you training in the yep. off season, and like to the point, I remember when I first started my therapy with my therapist. You know. Um, I saw her weekly, right? And then I was like, Listen, I'm I, I, I'ma have to like start coming less often because I'm just too busy. And she was like, Okay, I will allow you to go down a bi weekly, but you're not going less than that, right? So I have to go every two weeks. Like I can't drop it down to once a month. And we've gotten to a point now, I'm so cool with my therapist that we we be sitting there hicking it just like on life, and I'll be driving to the session thinking like, shoot, what I'm gonna talk about today? Like I I don't even really feel like I'm wanna work through anything. Like I'm feeling I'm like I'm my emotional intelligence is at all time high. I'm feeling good about you know what we discussed maybe a couple weeks ago. I did what she told me to do. I'm feeling sweet. Like it's, it's like I'm going to see a friend for it's an hour. Maintenance. It's maintenance. It's, maintenance. Yeah. it's total maintenance, right? Well, and so I go in and I'll I'll, I'll maybe run two or three two or three things by her that maybe just happened a day or two ago. Loki, I think my therapist be anxious to see me so she can get the tea. Like, <laughs> like, like, I go into her office, she's like, what happened to old boy? Was? I'm like, Hold up. can you be professional? And so, like, we be kids, like, going to see a friend, and I'm, mm-hmm. and I were just in our most recent session, I was relishing about how dope that is, mm-hmm. that I'm just in an amazing place Um, and that I, I feel clear headed. I feel like my vision, you know, mentally, but everything is just so clear. And I'm at a place where I, when something comes up like anymore, I can dissect it. Mm -hmm. I can trace it back to where it came from. I can work through something if I need to. And it was all by making sure. I had somebody on my team because I'm just going to keep going back to the sports analogy. When you get on the court, you want to be so you have to have a good team to win the game. It's not just you. Right. You can be the best shooter. You can you can be the best dribbler. You can be the best pass or whatever you can be the killer on the team from the three point line but if you don't have a good team you're not going to win the game You one person cannot win the game we're meant to be codependent and I'm so sick of us trying to be so independent mm. as a, just mm. a society I'm not even going to say as black people as a society like Americans think everything is supposed to be like nah I got it you ain't got yep. it what? get somebody <laughs> on your team you feel me like I'm on a podcast right now with my team you know what I mean like when, when stuff popped off last week i called jay she like bet i'm on my way tell me when to come like i had a, couldn't have did that alone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so if you don't have a good team you ain't gonna win my therapist is on my team you feel Mm -hmm. me so it's so important to make sure that you're curating an ecosystem that's gonna support you when you need it you know what i mean that you can go to to bounce things off of because what i find too is when we when stuff come up And we in our head with it, we living in this little space in our head and we don't let it out. My uncle always says more room on the outside than it is on the inside. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And we stay in that space. It it magnifies and blows up. And so we get a story legs and we let it run away and we start telling ourselves stories like, and and we think, and we magnify the problem. I remember my client, yo, shout out to my client T, I'm just going to call her T, right? She phenomenal. She just finished up her scholarship with me and Mm -hmm. She was, she has these narratives about fear. She has narratives about whether or not she's capable. She has all these, like, she was dealing with a little esteem issues. And I remember I said, your assignment this week is not going to have anything to do with food. I said, well, your assignment this week is to go out and volunteer. She like, what? I'm like, I'm taking this, I'm taking this course with you to learn how to be plant-based. I'm like, nah, I get it. I said, but here's here's the issue. I said, your emotional intelligence ain't where it needs to be. And you're living in your head space so much that you don't even know it's other people that live in this community with you. So, I'm going to need you to get out your house, i.e. your head, and go into somebody else's. So, she, her assignment was to go volunteer she we hopped on our coaching call that following week she's like oh my god she said i have a good friend of mine whose husband is really sick so i call her up and i said i want to you know i want to come over maybe make some meals for y'all for the week i know you'll be taking care of him what can i do around the house Are you want me to help clean up she said "Lisa, i spent several hours with her and it was the biggest release for the both of us mm. i was offering her relief right and then i was able to stop thinking about what was going on with me and you know get into somebody else's world for a minute and realize that what I thought was a big deal is not as a big deal. I was able to come back to a place of gratitude of what I, the good things I did have going on. And so I think it's so important that we always make sure that we're not staying in our own head. So if there's something you need to get out with a friend, with somebody you love, with a therapist, work through those things verbally and externally. Because when you try and be a one-man show, and when you try and do everything on your own because you, you're embarrassed or it's a sign Weakness or no weakness and vulnerability is sexy AF. You feel me? Like it's super sexy to be vulnerable. It's super sexy not to know it all. It's super attractive to need help because when we're codependent on each other, you give life to another person who's giving you help. You know what I mean? You blocking their blessings, not allowing them to help you. Mm -hmm. So the mental health thing is huge. We have to start seeking it out. And they always gotta look like a traditional therapist, but we have to start seeking out mental health as much as physical health. Agreed. Um, <laughs> I, I, like, like, uh, I always I'm deliver. like, uh, what uh, could I say? Uh, like, let me put um, my step.
1: Just to piggyback off of what Lisa was saying with, um, you know, getting help, getting maintenance, um, some, you know, being part of your team. I think a lot of times we kind of follow and mimic what our family has always done. Mm. And you do not have to follow the beaten path. There's so many different things that I've done that I've showed my family that they can do. You can be vegan. You can see a therapist. Um, you can just hang out with your kids and show them different things they don't necessarily have to just be uh, strict parenting um this is what you should do homework blah 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 you know what I mean it can it can be just filled with just love and compassion mm-hmm. and respect I remember telling my sister that we should respect kids and she literally was like what she literally was like what respect I'm like yes absolutely you should respect. Child, they have feelings and emotion, and they're building and molding. This is the most important time to show love and respect. If there's no other time in their lives that you should show compassion, respect, and love, it's now. You know what I mean? She thought respect was like, nah, it's not for kids. Right. So you can literally set the tone, set the path, and 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 set. You know, what I say, you know, you go through a generational curse, you know, your mother did this, you did this, now that your kids are doing this, like, you can, uh, what's that word I'm looking for, of the trajectory um, mm. of your family? Of your family, Yes, yes you can change that, yeah. just by you doing, by you getting therapy, now your kids will think it's okay. Now yeah. your grandkids will think, like, I now think. this is a thing. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, I was the first in my family to get a tattoo, they thought I was, like, I was 18, nobody in my family to this very day has a tattoo, only me, mm-hmm. piercings, only me, mm-hmm. locks, only me. Mm-hmm. Vegan. Only me. And and that's okay if yep. it's only you. You yep. don't. You know, some people are the only person that go to college in their family yep. to start a business. Mm-hmm. In your, Were you the first one to be an entrepreneur in your family? Yep. Like, set the tone. You can get therapy. Mm-hmm. You can be the first person to be, uh, like what Imani said, to, to be a bikini Um, You know, competitor, competitor. like do that. And then you can show your mom. Oh, okay. This is what it looks like. I don't know what your friends were talking about, but this is what it looks like. You can set the tone for whatever you believe is best for you, and let your family learn from you. I know we're supposed to learn from our moms and learn from our grandparents, and that's the way it's supposed to go. But in this Don't day and age, be. I'm learning more from like 20 year. old. Oh, she started her own cosmetic line. Oh, she started mm-hmm. her own this. Oh, look at her being a competitor. Oh, look at her doing this. Oh, now she's traveling. My cousin quit her job, a, a, a nice job. I'm talking about a real comfortable job. To get a yoga uh, certification and travel the world, she's been all over the world because she's now a yoga instructor. She said, "You know what? I'm not following the beaten path. Absolutely. So whatever well, it. it is for your mental health that suits you, you can get be after it. get after it. Get after That's it. all I'm saying. Like you don't have to. Oh, nobody in my family get therapy." Okay, now they
0: do. Right. Now they right. do. Yeah. And it turns out it's me. You can be the first person not to eat macaroni and cheese at Thanksgiving this year. You can be the first person to literally be like, I ain't eating that with y'all no more. I get it. It's tradition. I get it. Grandma, have been making it since whatever. I get it. Like, I always supposed to bring a pound cake. I ain't doing it no more. You could be the first person. I remember person. I did that with the macaroni. I was like,
1: nah, I'm not making it and I'm not eating it. Um, For my birthday this year, mm. I realized I've been, I'm 41. About to, I'm about to be 42. And I realized I can't even think of the last birthday since I've started drinking. That I haven't had a drink to celebrate on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Right, this year I'm not drinking at all. No dry alcohol. birthday, what up? A a dry birthday. We're going to link up and do something really, um, positive, probably some meditation. I know there's a place, um, some a type of zen, yoga, vegan brunch they have going on, um, that I'm going to check out, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to do something you know, just different. Mm-hmm. Like, That's you don't to have be, to bring in your birthday because, right. drunk, possibly sick or buzzing, or to have a good time. Yeah, like, you dictate what's a good time, and that's what exactly what I'm going to do. And so maybe someone can follow the course. Like, yeah. oh, okay, for my birthday, i just rather just be 100% sober. Mm-hmm. And even if you're just drinking champagne, because some birthdays I just have mimosas and whatever. Right. No, no, I'm None not having it.
0: anything. Yeah, so mm-hmm. our DNA can change just by our behavior, and that's literally called epigenetic modification. Exactly what Jay's talking about. So, no, it, it wasn't... Um, it's not inbred into your DNA line, right? But right. you change the trajectory of your family, and your DNA. And usually when we're talking about epigenetic modification, we're and referring to things like food, yeah. right? Um, but you can change, let's, let's modify um, what's expected from your lineage with your behavior. Right? Yeah, That's dope. That's, yeah. That's, and the thing about epigenetics
1: is, is that it's so scary because when a person is not born with certain things, let's just say you have kids, you're fine. Your kids are fine, but what you feed your kids can change the DNA mm-hmm. of their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, man, who mental health, physical health, mm-hmm. spiritual health, whatever you can do, whatever you can do to stay on top of the game, mm-hmm. man, do it. Do it do for it. yourself, for your, for your
0: family, for your friends. I love Okay, so real quick before we wrap up, what's your favorite, like, mental health practice? Like, what do you do um, to keep the peace and the sanity within yourself. Like, what's your favorite practice? I have two practices, but you can go first too, if You want to? No, no worries. I'm
1: still thinking. Okay. <laughs> um, one of my favorite practices is keeping a real, real tight reign over the people I allow in my house, mm-hmm. in my life. Um, yes, a tight, tight reign. I think it's a privilege to be in my life, and I think the people that I'm around, mm-hmm. I want to feel like it's a privilege to be in there. If it's if it doesn't feel like a privilege to be in your life, I don't really want to mess around with you. You know, you, if you just hang with anybody and do anything and say anything and, 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 and live your life in a way that is just, it doesn't um, teach me anything or mm-hmm. show me anything, mm-hmm. or like, like we always say, up level me in any type of way. Mm-hmm. Or even, I even um, filtered my timeline. Mm-hmm. If it's not funny, if it doesn't teach me anything, Then I I don't even want you on my timeline. Mm -hmm. Like I am so strategic about what I allow in my brain space. Mm -hmm. You know, there's certain TV shows. I don't even watch TV to be quite honest, but if I were to watch it, um, it's only things I can't watch anything where women are degraded or treated like mm-hmm. they're less than when black people are treated like they're less than I'm not going to watch reality shows right. like everything, mm-hmm. everything that's input into my psyche. It's for the betterment of myself mm-hmm. yeah. and possibly of people around me. That's one. And just exercising, of course, watching your diet mm-hmm. and things like that, because, yeah. you know, it, it matters what you put in your body. It's not just food. It's not just no, food. No, it's not absolutely just not. No. you know what you ate today that, that impacts your waistline. Like no. no. And I'm a and you know what? Also, I'm aesthetic type tip, looking in the mirror and not liking your body really can affect your mental health. Oh, all Oh, that oh hell, man. Yeah. Come on now, let's be so honest. Important. Oh, some you people are know, we wanna in always their body. wanna talk about so heart disease, cholesterol. No. no, that little black dress, sis. Yeah. If you want to go out yeah. and rock it and look dope in it, yeah. that affects your self-esteem. No, like, come on, day. get them aesthetics together so you can walk in a room and turn as many heads as you want. And it's not about the the people. It's about you and that confidence. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm telling you. Like, walking somewhere and putting on what I want and looking good in it, you know, that that, that builds me up. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thank you, you all the life. Yeah. Tiff,
0: mm-hmm. what's your favorite mental health
1: practice? Um, what I started doing recently is just the power of the word, No. Mm. It is a two-letter word mm-hmm. that means so much. I started taking back my time mm. and not being and being unapologetic about it. Oh, sometimes if reasons. you don't want to go someplace, just say no. I, I used to think I had to come up with I had to give a logical reason. If I didn't have a logical reason why I didn't want to do something or couldn't do something, then I would end up going. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just don't want to go. And that's I it. prefer sitting here reading my book. And chilling and being in a peaceful space. Absolutely. And that's what I've I've been doing lately to um protect my mental health. I because love it. I can get overwhelmed yeah. real quick. Yeah.
0: So I'm learning to pull back and just say no and yep. Taking ownership back of your time. Yes. Snatch that time back, yes. to Tim. okay. That's that's listen, time yes. is the most valuable commodity. I don't care what nobody says. My time y'all, I had a client stand me up the other day and I wanted to punch a hole through the roof. Like I done came here Ooh. and you just not gonna show up.
1: No call,
0: no nothing? No. Ooh. Ooh.
1: So That's hours worse.
0: later, my bad. I've slept through my alarm. Excuse me? Wow. I, my, when I can't get my time back, mm-hmm. I can't even explain what it does to my whole soul. That's what I need to talk to my therapist about. Like, how to bring yeah, myself either. down mm-hmm. off my anger
1: mm-hmm. when my
0: time is wasted. Right. Oh, I can't stand it. But, anyway... <laughs> what's your
1: number one mental
0: health production? my number one mental health practice by far is always creating an experience to look forward to mm. I have to have something to look forward to it means to work like I will buy tickets years out tickets to shows tickets to events like I'm going to Spain in March. Like I look forward, I have to have something to look mm-hmm. forward to. So, and it has to be an experience, right? right? So like the Fit Trip, like looking forward to this, I will think about it weeks in advance and it will bring me so much joy. Like, so that means everything mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, yeah. So creating experiences to look forward to um, repeatedly with a, with different types of people, going different places. It could be something that's, um, a good friend of mine, text me recently, both of our birthdays are in the month of October, and uh, she texted me the name of a new restaurant, and was like, this is our birthday dinner restaurant, we going here, and I'm like, it instantly got me excited, Mm -hmm. I'm like, what day, I instantly put it on my calendar, like, it makes me so happy to have an experience to look forward to, so that's by far mine, yeah, Yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah, okay, listen, we went in, Tiffany, leave the people with some nuggets, now tell them, (laughs) them how dope you are first of all tiffany was my first personal trainer right back in what 2012 i think right uh yeah we ain't ain't give a lot of history of this friendship (laughs) on this episode but uh tiffany goes way way back baddest chick you ever meet matter of fact y'all already know tiffany inside the black health academy she does all the workout videos for us so that's who y'all talking to or listening to right now Mm -hmm. is tiff from inside of plank you inside the black health academy and so she was my very first personal trainer and helped catapult you know not only my body into what it is today but also my career right um i was hugely inspired after losing weight to uh pursue a career in health and wellness and so now you know these ladies tiff and jay they support me in every single thing i do and all my companies, any any courses I have, I'm like, listen, I need y'all to come speak. I need y'all to come to the my students' graduation. Um, I need y'all to join me, and we're going to do this interview thing. Like, whatever it is, Is this is the squad, right? And so I am so, so happy and just want to say publicly, live on a fit trip, fifth year, and tell you guys how much I love you guys, how much I appreciate you guys. Um, because nobody, no matter how dope they are, will can never do it alone. Never. You can never do it alone. And so it's important to make sure you get what they say. Get a rose is why they live and get a flower is why they're here. Because it's so important.
1: Yeah, we love you too. And it's funny, we, you and I tell each other we love each other all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> love you, love
0: you. Love <laughs> <Like>, you too.
1: <laughs> yes, you know, um, I'm going to leave it with that. I'm going to leave it with that. You know, we love you too. Same thing, like, I just was thinking how, what a blessing it was that I met Jay through Lisa because you and my friendship with you has been, like, enriched so much and my life is so... It has much more value with you in it. And much Those more nonsense. Much more <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> just to know you, and I agree with you, it's a pleasure.
0: It's It, it really is a privilege to know you and to have you in my circle. Oh, thank you, yes. Don't let me cry now. I ain't going to cry on the podcast oh, tonight. I'm going to open my wine. But everybody, <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> this is how you can
1: reach me, Tiffany Hughes, on Facebook. It's just the government name. That's me. I post all kind of vegan recipes and good stuff, showing folks we can eat good and still eat plants, and it's good and healthy for you. You, it's yeah. not nasty no doubt. to eat plants all day, and
0: it's it, that's my life, that's what we live for.
1: So,
0: you live it, and you're a yeah. walking testimony to it. and I'm really proud of you. Also, uh, Tiffany just did a master class for us inside the Black Health mm-hmm. Academy as well. So, not only does she do the workouts and plank you, um, I just interviewed interview her for the master school about um, her living with rheumatoid arthritis, right? And so, Tiff has a really dope story about how she's used lifestyle modification to manage her RA. Uh, So if you're not in the Black Health Academy, complete shame on you. What are you waiting for? www.blackhealthacademy.com. Join for free. And you can tap into those masterclasses and interviews. Yo, we just dropped a dope one last week with Shay. Mm Interview her about um, emotional eating and food addiction. If Mm y'all, my client, not not Mm -hmm. my client. She might as well be on my client, though, Jasmine, <laughs> inside the Black Health Academy. She always emailing me. She's always uh, everything I do. She bought a ticket to what I eat in a week. She uh, comes on the live coachings we have every month inside the Academy. So, I, Jasmine, I know you listening. What up, What up, boo? Um, but she, after listening to that master class about food addiction and Um, and, and emotional eating. She emailed me like, yeah, I listened to it this morning. I, oh my God, like it's, I needed to hear it. It was powerful. So, I mean, it's really, really, really dope because a lot of times we think we struggle alone and we don't. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, like right. there's millions of people going through what you're going through. You, you're not struggling alone. Um, so it's, it's great to have access to content where you can hear somebody else's story yeah. and perspective and figure out how to work through things. And so that's what the Black Health Academy is for extending the life of the culture one episode at a time, baby. So if you want to get leave a final nugget of um, um, what it is and what it was. What it is and what it was, okay? You ain't got to be wise what with it, it. I mean, do it hey, in your spirit. What it was and what it ain't today. Okay? All right. Today okay. is a new day. Hey. So think of every day as an opportunity to do something that you didn't do yesterday for the betterment of yourself and those around you. Yeah. And if you get the opportunity, get your best girls together and just have a twerk session. And okay, because you never know. Because I'm going to teach them. I'm going to teach I'm going to get them together I'm with that. You know know them them said, I'm to right. try. If, if her knee's working right. <laughs> <laughs> It, is, is this a good workout day for your me and oh, no? John, no, What's tip what on on the tip drive? That was a You got a What's warm a Tip Somebody <laughs> put the kettle that on. That rain. I'm on the beard. Yeah, girl. that tea need a little heat on it. Hey, <laughs> Tiff, remember last night? Yo, so last night, Jay nodding off, like just mad nodding oh, off. But, but Tiff was like, Lee, let's hop up and do some squats because that's the type of fun we have on okay, the show. Okay. Somebody listening, like, time. what time? type of nonsense it's trip? But we, so we and Tiff hop up and do some squats. And we hit three sets. And night. Mind you. Hey, and anybody I'm can get it anytime. You hear me? I, mean, I think saying. I read that in the article, that the best time really? to do squats was at. That- <laughs> at yeah, midnight. That's right. Yeah. No, New right. sign like Okay. New rule, Jay. <laughs> new rule. Midnight squats. New, new rule. Midnight squats. So Tiff, like, please, let's hop up and do some squats. I'm like, that, right? You gotta put some song on so you put a little trap music on. <laughs> we hop up and do the squats. Tiff, do you remember when I said, oh, my knee? Yeah. My left knee. My left knee was kind of talking a little bit when he's hitting the Like, And I know it's just, you know, I had warmed up. I
1: had warmed
0: up. Right, right. I had warmed up. right, I had warmed up. Oh, but, that, oh that's, the, that's but, what it was. But, Jay, I don't know if you were listening, so I'll was Like my knee hurt, and I started talking to my knee, and I was like, All the things I do for you, do? <laughs> oh, yeah, she did, she did. oh, yeah, you get
1: attitude. No, nah, but I was, I probably was not, not at, all at that point. Oh, Jay, I, I really, gave my
0: whole knee a lecture like hilarious. it was a child. I said, All the things I do, all the steps I don't walk, all, of London, all the lunches I don't water, I play you every oh my, okay. day, okay, all the plants I eat, all the movement I do, I, I stretch yes, you, I foam roll <laughs> See, you. And you going to have the nerve to tweak doing 20 mean-sweet squats?
1: Oh, oh.
0: Yeah, sometimes you got to cut your body out. You yeah, you line. do. Get you it all together. Together. Yeah, You can talk to plants. You damn sure you can talk to your knees. A hello? <laughs> I said all I do for you. And you're going to show out in the middle <laughs> of this fit trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She pulled it together. Cool. We good. You did. saw did. me hit the oh, lunges this morning. This oh, morning. morning? Oh, but oh, God. So, yeah, I, was,
1: I, I got my rest. I got my rest. Don't try time. not But I got up this morning. I hit those 60 squats.
0: Only eight hours later. Okay. Regardless, but, I was like, like, but what, what I do, know, what
1: I do, I hit the 60 squats as well as got what y'all, with the lunges y'all did this morning, so we all caught up, caught up, baby, <laughs> high five, everybody, <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
0: You caught up. You it. caught up. Then she threw some arm circles in oh, there. Oh yeah, I was Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. no doubt. Like, y'all, you y'all, y'all get ready to hit these push-ups after I'm I press pause on this podcast. Too. Wait, okay. what?
1: I thought we were about to get some sandals.
0: Yo, listen, I'm about. We about to go make some hot tea. Um, I'm about to make me some some Ezekiel bread with the peanut butter and the apple butter come with through. a banana sliced mm. in the middle. Come listen, through. that's my food description today. Listen, I'm gonna come through. I'm, a, I'm a heat up the toast real <laughs> slow. Y'all had to see that. Mm. That was too dramatic. That was too dramatic. I'm, I'm about sorry. to heat up the oh, toast, cinnamon raisin toast. No. Spread that, that peanut butter on that boy. Open your eyes. Stop it. I can't. I, I'm in the moment. do right. Why is the lights this bright? Right? turn the candle on. I'm talking to someone. I'm saying something right now. I'm speaking to somebody. It's essential right now. You hear me? Listen. About to spread the apple butter on that boy, slice a banana, put it on there, and then top it off with a hot cup of tea. Don't y'all disrupt me, either. don't don't be talking nonsense, trying to pull me into your recklessness. I'm about to do this, and it's about to be phenomenal. So we got to get out of here because we got sand dunes Push to hit. Time. Uh, Push what? Oh, uh, y'all petty. Time. How many we doing? How many we doing? Uh, Let me cut the podcast off. <laughs> Hold on, and, and she trying to get a jump start? Oh, you petty jack. All right, shout out, listen, blackhealthcademy.com. Till next time, peace out.
1: Be well.